Uno, dos. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Don, I think maybe that's your cue. What we're gonna do right here is go back, way back, back into time.
Live FM, WCOMLP, Chapel Hill, Carborough. It's the Dance of Megamix. I'm Don Play. Bringing you two hours of nonstop dance music, all mixed on wax. Right here in Carborough. Or as it was my living room. Tonight. That's right, baby. It's midnight. We're playing... Frog House. I have dug into my deepest archive, uh, all the stuff I used to play in college, and I was kind of going through it to see what I wanted to keep and what I wanted to get rid of. And I got to tell you, there was <laughs> there was a lot of stuff I was not super proud to be an owner of. But on the plus side, um, I did rediscover some uh, progressive house that I still I still kind of dig it. So I'm going to be playing a lot of those deeper cuts. Um, these first two are probably the more uh, known of the cuts I'm going to play. The first one, of course, was Gold Tricks uh, featuring Andrea Brown. It's Love Trippin' on uh, Division in Italy. And this one is, um, I love this track. This is, um, oh man, uh, it's Solaris Heights. Uh, I forget the name of the track. But basically, this track samples a track I played last week on the Mega Mix. Um, Shirley Lights, Heat You Up, Melt You Down. It's like a prog house version of it. I love it. I first heard this on a Fabric London CD. God, probably 17 years ago or so. Maybe like 18, 19 years ago. Something like that. Um, oh yeah, that's right. The track's called Midnight. Anyway, uh, I'm digging out some real deep cuts tonight. So, wherever you are, whoever you are, thank you for tuning in. Remember... You can find us online at uh, djdonplay.com or support WCOM at wcomfm.org. All right, back to the mix.
Relax, Don. Sit down.
106.5 FM, WCOMLP, Chapel Hill, Carborough. It's the Dance Mega Mix. I'm Don Play. Playing you some Prague House tonight. Progressive House uh, from deep in my archives. This is all the stuff that you probably don't know. Uh, this track right here, this is um, Alaska Soul. The track's called Wonderful. It's the Circulation remix. Kind of a deep, progressive track. I've been uh, I've been thinking about my progressive stuff. That's actually kind of uh, why I started going through it all, is decide what I'm going to keep and what I'm going to get rid of. My, um, my friend Matt, who taught a course in dance music, in American dance music, uh, from disco to current Times. He, uh, we had a long conversation about trying to contextualize progressive house and what it what it was and what it meant. Um, if it was significant or not, we don't we don't really know. But it was a big part of like that time in your life. Uh, you know, when you're a young person and uh, there's the music you always associate with that time. This was like the big club music um, starting in the late '90s, around '98 to about 2004, I would say. And these tracks, you know, they're different than contemporary tracks. They're longer. Like, when you bought a 12-inch single, it wouldn't be uncommon for each side to be one track. Each one would be 8 minutes to 11 minutes. We've got some tracks that are like 14 minutes long, and that's like no big thing. And when DJs would mix these together, they would do like super long, drawn out mixes. So like you'd hear stories about like, oh, John Digweed did like this like six minute melodic like chord. You know, everything was in key matched uh, mix, you know, on the Yuri and just sounded amazing. And it was um, it was really like, like a style of the time. And so you had these like elements of trance music, which had become very popular and mainstream. Um, but kind of fused like the the more like what people called like the lush kind of synth pad effects, um, big kind of uh, breakdowns where you'd have like a big kind of like wash effect over the over the record with no drums, maybe a vocal chant or something. And the tracks that I gravitated towards always had like a rolling bass line and a percussive beat that was kind of what we call tribal sounding and that was that was my sound that was what I, what I used to play like pretty much every time I played out in the uh, around 2000 to 2003 or so so a lot of the records when I really was like diving headfirst into DJing were all these prog house tracks and so that's kind of what sets it apart from other forms of dance music. The the bass drum's not as pronounced, it's not as thick. It's like a thinner sound, but there's like a lot of layers of sound and like wash effects that span like a full 16 or 32 bars. Like in this track, you hear that sound that kind of like spans the whole thing. That's Prog House. So anyway, we'll talk about like how it kind of manifested a little bit later. We'll get into it, but I'm gonna play some more deep cuts right here as I pontificate on the Dance Mega Mix with Don Play 103.5 FM.
103.5 FM WCOMLP Chapel Hill, Carborough. It's the Dance Mega Mix. I'm Don Play. That's right, we're progging it up. Playing you some uh, super deep frog house cuts. That was a good example of a epic long mix. That was like a four minute <laughs> transition. That was a. Uh, Cuba Computers featuring Derek Conyer haunting me on a Shinichi Records. That's the offshoot of Yoshitoshi. And this one is um, Lydia Rhodes. The track's called You. This is the John Creamer and Stefan K remix. The dub. And uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Playing the Prague House. It's funny. Those long mixes, like on the one hand, I'm, I'm kind of eternally grateful for uh, having spun Prague House and like really focused on it so hard for uh, my earlier years. Um, like you have to be so compulsive about your technical ability to do it. But at the same time, um, that can also be a drag. So it's a, it's a little bit of a balance. But I, I will say like, uh, learning how to do like super tight long mixes that are like really seamless and um, you know everything is matchy matchy and has that like continuous vibe like that it's a really neat skill I'm happy I have it but also it can be like a bit of a <laughs> it can get really boring as a listener if you're not uh, changing it up and giving people something to get excited about and also, um, you know, not every genre or night deserves or even just transition needs that kind of mix so i think for a long time i was kind of stuck in that rut so it took me a while to get out of it but now that i'm kind of on the other side and i'm you know after playing disco for 15 years now it's like it's um it's good to have a little bit of both of those tricks in your tool set when you're playing out so i am very grateful for that each of these tracks has like a four minute intro so they give you all kinds of like run-in time to do that kind of thing obviously disco and new wave and hip-hop it's not really the same thing so anyway getting back a little bit to the uh to the broadcast side of stuff I'll, I'll i'll hop on the mic another time and talk a little bit about like the conversation i had with my friend matt about what, what we think like prog represented and um why it came and why it went away um but yeah, let's play some more tracks. I got one coming up from Francis Harris and Dave Mothersoul on Intrinsic. I think it's called Causa Sui. So let's get to it. It's the Dance Mega Mix. I'm Don Play, 103.5 FM, WCOMLP, Chapel Hill, Carborough.
WCOMLP Chapel Hill Carborough. It's the Dance Mega Mix. I'm Don Play. Playing you two hours of Progressive House tonight. That last one was uh, Shab. In this, 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 this track was called My Memory uh, on Saw Records. It's Satoshi Tomi's label. This one is a Spanish Progressive House one. This is uh, In Dart, In Destiny the one Magan uh, remix so yeah so Prague House man <laughs> it's amazing I haven't played these tracks in a long time um, I have a lot of Spanish progressive house I have a whole section of that that I haven't even really dipped into yet but um, you know I was talking to Matt about like what progressive house was about and it was like a confluence of things like you know, trance was big, and there was this kind of emphasis on Ibiza and traveling and like kind of like party destinations, and you would go hear DJs and like so kind of like DJ tourism became like a thing, and that was really embodied by the Global Underground uh, CD series where they would place a big name DJ in a random city and they would quote unquote record the set from that night and then package it as a double CD and sell it for a lot of money. And um, people loved it. I mean, I loved them. They were amazing uh, for the time. But it also kind of embodied this like other thing, which is, it was really about kind of globalization in general. Like it was essentially like the hard rock cafe of music 
you know, uh, why have a cheeseburger in your hometown at the Hard Rock Cafe when you could go to, I don't know, Berlin or Tel Aviv or Hong Kong and uh, eat the cheeseburger there and get a t-shirt and then show everyone that you've been there. And so that was kind of the idea with this um, progressive house stuff as well. There was kind of like the globetrotting DJ became a thing and the resident DJ was less appealing. If you wanted to make it big, you had to tour. And we really haven't left that that place either. I mean, there really are no more resident DJs. It was kind of the beginning of the end uh, as far as that's concerned. And these tracks, they had to be played on these, you know, they were played on these brand new massive uh, sound systems, like the Phazon sound from New York at places like Twilo and Tunnel and, God, Sankey's, you know, there were all these, you know, uh, Heaven in London, there were like a lot of like mega clubs, the Ministry of Sound, um, you know, and there were these really giant venues and people would, you know, 3,000, 5,000 people would be in a venue to come hear a, a DJ who had traveled halfway across the world. Um, but, you know, something happened and basically in 2001, it all kind of came to a screeching halt uh, with 9-11. People suddenly didn't want to be in these gigantic uh, gatherings anymore. They didn't feel safe. And so clubs really felt it. Nightlife kind of went on hold for a while, and a lot of these big clubs closed down. And so this, like, really big room sound that was kind of, like, tailor-made for these giant venues kind of didn't have a home anymore. And so from, like, 2002 to 2005, a lot of these DJs were kind of looking for places to play, and they didn't really have them as much as they used to. And a lot of those venues shut down pretty quickly. Um, even new ones that came in to fill the void, the big venues just weren't doing it, and the sound kind of got old fast. And it didn't really work in smaller spaces. You needed to have the big system, the big lights, the big crowd. And um, yeah, that kind of fueled the uh, growth of something new, which was the Electroclash movement and the more rock-oriented dance music, uh, which bled into festival culture and kind of where Electro Clash met Progressive House is how we got EDM and festival culture. And um, you know, that to me is kind of like the legacy of Progressive House. Um, a lot of the big EDM DJs are really kind of Progressive House DJs that play with a slightly different style, but it's, it's, the core elements are really all there. All right, I'm going to get back to the mix. It's Don Play on 103.5 FM WCOMLP, Chapel Hill, Carborough. 